Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX. This guy in the box next to me, he is the vice mayor. He's also the Thunderstick, Jesse Freeman. Is this real, Derek? So what's happening right now real? I don't is this know. baseball I mean, team hashtag good, dare I Derek, say? You're using it right. You're using it right this time. And also remember, Jesse, that uh, we are no longer the greatest duo uh, when it comes to the Arizona Diamondbacks, we held that we held that title there. We did I think have pretty that for a while. well for the last like eight months, right? But that that's not something we can claim anymore. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX. Get yourself a fun little bonus if you're a brand new customer. Uh, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, guys, the Arizona Diamondbacks—they take three out of four from the Milwaukee Brewers. What tough schedule, Jesse? This was supposed to be a tough schedule. This ain't shit. Bring it on. What? What? <laughs> Who else wants some of this? I don't know. Diamondbacks are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games uh, and are playing some pretty impressive baseball. It's hard to say uh, that anybody's playing more impressive baseball, though, than the zone Zach Gallen is currently in. Uh, it's been incredible. It absolutely has. I mean, what we're seeing from Zach Gallon right now, Derek, is is historic. I mean, he is moving into not only Diamondbacks franchise records, but I mean, the all time scoreless inning streak record, I believe, is 59 innings. Um, and it has stood for a very, very long time. Um, and obviously, that's still a ways away for Zach Gallon. But I mean, at the rate that he's going right now, Derek, it feels it feels like when this guy is on the mound, like. I'd be shocked if Zach Gallon gave up a run, honestly. Like, like that's how it feels right now. It's like yeah. you just sort of expect, you get sort of lulled to sleep watching this guy pitch because you just feel like he is going to throw scoreless inning after scoreless inning after scoreless inning, and he's just making it look so easy right now with all of his pitches working. Uh, I mean, today was especially incredible. The Milwaukee Brewers, Derek, went 0 for 0 with runners in scoring position. They literally did not have a man in scoring position for an at-bat in this entire game. That's how good Zach Gallon was here today. Ties already ties a major league record for most uh, scoreless uh, starts, six in a row. Uh, and that ties Zach Granke, Oral Hershiser, and Don Drysdale. So that's some pretty... Pretty decent company. 
pretty decent company. Um, approaching Brandon Webb's streak of 42 innings pitched uh, for a franchise record and just continues to do it in a way that I don't know. I mean, like, let's be honest. Today, there were a couple of times where this phenomenal defense behind him helped him keep this game scoreless, right? I yeah. mean, Varsho had a catch alone that that saved, I think, a run from scoring. So let's let's give it up for the fact that these guys not only are pitching so well when you talk about Merrill Kelly and you talk about Zach Gallon, but they are just being backed up by this defense. And it's just incredible. Today's lineup, you you if you wanted to see the young guys play, the young guys played today. You know, yeah, uh, Lavallo found a way. He was he was a stone away from actually having all of the youngsters basically in the lineup, right? But, uh, you know, this is what you want to see. And it it's more than that because it's like I was – I don't think anybody could really expect this young core to be as productive as they've been. Corbin Carroll is now 5-1 and one in the games that he has participated in with the only <laughs> loss being the bullpen blowing game three which is a whole other thing that we could take a look at the bullpen losses and factor in the fact that they still are up there as far as a league leader in bullpen losses. You factor that into this record that the Diamondbacks currently have, and you could really see where the Diamondbacks could be at if they had a competent bullpen that could handle the game. I mean, shit, Jesse, today Mark Melanson had a five-run lead, and he still blew, you know, came, came, came in and gave up a home run. It just once again showed that if this game was close, Melanson is not an arm out of the pen that you can count on to keep the game scoreless, right? But Zach Gallen, Zach Gallen has been uh, everything we could hope that he would be. Yeah, he really has. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's not just Mark Melanson, right? I mean, yesterday, Ian Kennedy also uh, had a bit of a bit of a rough one. Um, and Joe yeah, the bullpen is, yeah, the bullpen as a whole was just not, not particularly great in that game. So yeah, I don't want to put it all on one guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people are questioning right now, like how good could this baseball team with a competent bullpen? Um, and I think it's a fair question. Um, it's a question that Tori Lovello was asked during a press conference yesterday. And in typical uh, Tori Lovello fashion, you know, he, he said that those are the kind of questions that could keep him up at night. And so he's not going to he's not going to spend time thinking about that sort of thing right now. That's more a question for the offseason. But it is a question for the offseason. It is a question that the Diamondbacks are going to have to grapple with and they're going to have to try to figure out how to come around next year and make sure that the bullpen is not a hindrance. Uh, this this team doesn't need the bullpen to be elite or anything, right? I mean, we don't necessarily want to set the bar that high, but even with just, uh, you know, a, a average level of competency back there, the Diamondbacks would be in a much better spot. Um, but that's not the story right now of this baseball team, right? Absolutely I mean, the not. Diamondbacks still win three out of four in this series. They continue to cruise against some very good baseball teams. The Milwaukee Brewers are only a few games out of the playoff race right now. Um, so this is this was really painful for them, I'm sure, yeah. losing three out of yeah. four games that they probably viewed as being pretty winnable coming into Arizona. Um, and the Diamondbacks are, are playing spoiler right now for some pretty good baseball teams. In fact, Jesse, I believe it has been uh, – let me take a look. I don't know what the results of St. Louis's game today was or if they even played. I don't think they did. But 
Uh, the Cardinals didn't play today on a Sunday. I would expect I'm, every team, I'm, every team to play. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up while I'm in the middle of talking. So there's a good chance that I, Oh yeah, no, they're, uh, they won, they won two to nothing. So uh, in, I think since the all-star break, it has been an 11 and a half game swing for the Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. The Brewers have absolutely gone into a tailspin since that Josh Hader trade. And, yeah, uh, which is wild because Josh Hader has been horrible for the Padres. No, I, so it's not like they're missing Josh Hader right now. Absolutely, <laughs> right? Like what a what a nightmare it's been for that team. But on the flip side, it just goes to show that the Arizona Diamondbacks really, I mean, this, I don't know. There's something about this infusion of young guys that are keeping this going. Even when, you know, even yeah. when guys don't have a great day, Corbin Carroll was 0 for 3 today. But Corbin Carroll is the first Arizona Diamondback since 2009 and the fourth player in franchise history to record six-plus RBI in his first five games, right? This guy is not only up here and not only, you know, it's not only fun to see him at a major league level, but he is contributing to this offense. He's contributing defensively. We've seen him do that. He almost had an amazing play gunning uh, down one of the Brewers players at the plate, and he was just that close, just that close close to being, you know, an incredible play. Uh, Alec Thomas, batting 342 with three doubles and six RBI in his last 12 games. So he's really gotten his offense back on track. But like you said, these are all the reasons why the Diamondbacks right now are eight and two. And looking at the numbers from today, you will see why they won this series three games to one. And honestly, we're in a position to sweep all four games from the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's look at that. Yeah, let's look at the numbers from this game. The Diamondbacks starting rotation was was insane, right? Um, A 1.14 ERA compared to the Brewers 5.96. Diamondbacks jumped on some pretty darn good starting pitchers in this series. Brandon Woodruff is no slouch. Corbin Burns was a starter in the game yesterday. I know the Diamondbacks ultimately went on to lose that game, uh, but they still jumped on Corbin Burns early. They made him throw 30 pitches in the first inning. Um, You can see the bullpen ERAs, even though things have been rough at times in this series, the Diamondbacks still had a bullpen ERA of 3.38, which wasn't bad. The Brewers side 2.38. They were pretty solid in that regard, but 333 with runners in scoring position, Derek. I mean, that's, that's going to win you some baseball games and the diamondbacks. It feels like every time we look at one of these by the numbers graphics at the end of a series lately, that number is like well into the three hundreds or like even close to 400. The diamondbacks are getting some very, very timely hits as of late. And like you said, Corbin Carroll has contributed to that. I know there's obviously still some development there as we expected. We did not necessarily expect Corbin Carroll to come up and hit 350 out of the gate or anything, but he's come through in some really, really big spots for this baseball team. And he did it again today on the base pass. The man goes first to third on a ball that was, it was basically on the infield and he goes first to third and scores on a sacrifice fly. That's what speed can get you. And Corbin Carroll uh, that that tool is ready to go. That is major league ready from the get go. Corbin Carroll is already one of the fastest players in the game. They discussed it on the broadcast today, but we've also discussed it on the show. This speed on the base path, Jake McCarthy, Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, what these guys are doing is yeah. disrupting the defense and they have to make plays in a way that makes them uncomfortable, right? They're not able to settle in and make a solid throw like they normally would. Because in their head, they have a guy that's running like just a quarter of a step faster than almost everybody else they've seen run up the first baseline. And so now that that pressure is on those defenders 
when that when this team is as speedy as they are, right? And I mean, yeah. again, like you said, the runner runners in scoring position for the the series batting average has been much better uh, over the last ten games, which they're eight and two. The Diamondbacks are batting three forty with runners in scoring position, so it's consistently we've seen it in the series, we've seen it yeah. throughout the last ten games, and it's just been a blast to watch. It's just a fun team to watch. I mean, like I said, the the way they kind of imploded in uh, in game three that. You know, they, they the Diamondbacks at times can't seem to do anything right when it comes to the closer bullpen situation. No matter who they put out there, no matter what they have going on, it seems like they're always having a, a, a bit of bad luck and, and you know, just slamming the door there in, at the end of the game, right? But they were in control of that game too, to be honest. So it's like the, the one yeah. loss that they had was kind of a, I'm not going to say a fluke loss because, you know, Kennedy gave up a home run to a, a very large fellow there and uh you know but uh it's it's still just been a, an absolute joy to watch this team be as good as they've been over this stretch and there we don't do this often around here but there's nobody else that we can really give this uh, award to for this series than zach gallon he is our DraftKings king of the series uh and i know he only pitched in one game but that's this game this streak has been historic uh seven innings pitch zero runs given up in this one again uh, 41.1 innings pitched consecutively of scoreless baseball. That's that's damn impressive, Jesse. I don't think we're allowed to give King of the Series to anyone but Zach Gallen as long as the streak is going. He's not going to pitch in San Diego, but I well, think we'll we still, still to have him. to give him King of yeah. the Series for oh, that yeah, series. Right. That's a, uh, it's a spoiler for the next, you know, for right. the next post series show, right. but we're just telling you now. I'll put it in my notes. Zach Allen is going to be the king of the series then too. Uh, B's in the comments says you guys sold on Carson Kelly being the everyday catcher. If not, that means we've lost the Goldschmidt trade, right? Uh, B's we've lost the Goldschmidt trade. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's it. There's no, there's no, there's no, but, or if, or whatever. Right? Well, I mean, like, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Rivera, though. Emmanuel yes, Rivera. Rivera. Emmanuel Rivera does have to factor in now to all Goldschmidt trade talk, but I still feel unfortunately even with his contributions for this team that we did yeah. lose that trade and i mean that's just because paul goldschmidt is a once in a lifetime talent and the diamondbacks let's on it let's be honest they blew it right you you don't yeah you don't ever let a guy like that go but it is going to be the unfortunate tale for franchises like the diamondbacks until the end of time there's always going to be teams that are willing to pay everything in the world to get somebody like that and it's always going to be more money than at least with the way baseball is currently set up, it's always going to be more money than a team like the Diamondbacks are willing to offer or can even offer. So, um, yeah. yeah, at the very least, they got something for him, right? We say that about a lot of these guys. We say that about even David Peralta, even though it wasn't much in return, right? It's it's the fact that if the guy is going to end up walking as a free agent at the end of the season, you, you got to try to get something for him, but it's always going to be the Goldschmidt trade, you know, and that's the part of it that I think a lot of people will never factor in is just that like, as like, the, like the diamondbacks were going to be able to keep them. They just weren't, it just, it wasn't, I'm sad. Now you made me sad. It's a happy day. Zach Gall- throw the Zach <laughs> Gallon graphic up. I want to look at that again. Zach Gallon, King of the city. Oh, that's good. Oh, Whew, that makes <laughs> me feel better. That makes me feel better because remember Jesse brought up, the St. Louis Cardinals lost the Zach Gallon trade. Let's not forget that. And now we have Zach Gallon. So by proxy, yeah. I'm factoring Zach Gallon into the Goldschmidt trade now. That's it. 
It's canon. Some of you. No, I'm not sad, Derek. No, but uh, mischievous Derek, maybe at best. I'm not sad. I'm not sad anymore because there he is. That's the guy (laughs) back. Um, But yeah, no, I definitely uh, am factoring Zach Gallon into the St. Louis Cardinals trade. Jesse, I don't know. Why not? That, that was that was pretty wild that the some of you may not have seen the tweet I put out there yesterday. Um, I feel like I'd seen this before, but it, it hadn't occurred to me, at least for a while, that in 2017, when the St. Louis Cardinals acquired Marcelo Zuna um, in the winter in order, they got him from um, from Miami. Um, they sent Miami a four player package that included both Sandy Alcantara and Zach Gallon in the same trade. Sandia Alcantara. So much, Jesse. That's a lot. That's a lot of pitching. That's a lot of pitching. That is a lot. Oh, my God. And, I mean, those guys are – Sandy Alcantara has been the favorite to win the Cy Young Award for a number of months now. I think things are maybe getting a little bit closer um, at this point as he's sort of faded a little bit in this half of the season. Zach Gallon, meanwhile, has surged into that conversation I don't think Zach Gallon is your front runner for Cy Young, but he's he's putting his name in the mix. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing like 41 and a third consecutive scoreless innings to make Cy Young voters at least have to think about you a little bit more around this time of year. Does he he has the ability to make history, right? There's enough time for him left. Let's just say, you know, that he does it that that. That it, that's hard to bypass someone making history with a consecutive scoreless streak. Not to mention that's already the guy that holds the MLB record for most consecutive starts, giving up three runs or less to begin his MLB career. So there's something about Zach Gallen, you know, being consistent and just keeping runs off, off the board, man. This guy is good at doing that. And it's, uh, it's been fun to watch. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I, I loved, our draft I loved what, series. um, I want to say real quick. So yesterday we were talking with Brent Strom and of course we had to ask about the Zach Gallon scoreless streak. And Brent Strom was just like, my job right now is to get out of his way. Like I don't want to mess with anything that's going on there. And so throughout this process, it sounds like Brent Strom has pretty much just stepped aside and said, Hey, you clearly know what you're doing. Like you clearly have some things figured out right now. And so it sounds like a lot of this has just been Zach Gallen. I mean, obviously he's still looking at scouting reports and still coming up with a game plan and working with coaches before every game. But a lot of this has been some of those coaches stepping aside for a little bit and just letting him do his thing. And my, has he done that Derek over the last month? Yeah. And as people are pointing out, it's a bit scary that he has to continue to try to hold this scoreless streak uh, during his next start, which happens to be in Colorado. Not great. Um, not great. Not great. But we'll see. I think he can persevere. I wouldn't be surprised to see him at least get to that Arizona Diamondbacks franchise record, which seems to be pretty close. But, you know, it's like it's like you said, like with Brent Trump, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to bring it up. Let's just move on. Let's forget it. Uh, but we yeah. do want to tell you that you can't go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our code of PHNX. And as a new user, you can get down on the NFL season, which is here. It's here, Jesse. Uh, all of all of all of your concerns, all of uh, all of the stress in your life, depression, sadness, all of it can go away because, like a warm hug, the NFL season is ready uh, to to be there with you every Sunday. Um, is the Monday, NFL season really Thursday, a warm hug? I do not view Friday, the start of the NFL season any anything like that. You know, 
you know what people love more than anything is fantasy football, Jesse. Uh, fantasy fair. football is what people love. Uh, uh, and I got an app for you for that, too, by the way. The DraftKings Sportsbook, of course, is where you want to go get down on betting on the games. You can get same-game parlay, get all sorts of action, use our code of PHNX as a new user. If you bet on any football game, $5. That's all you got to bet, and it doesn't matter if they win or lose. You'll get $200 in free bets instantly, and I mean super quick. Uh, that's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, also, you can get down on, uh, I'm telling you, there is an amazing promotion. It was my pick of the week last week. It was for the uh, Buffalo Bills uh, Buffalo Bills versus the Rams game. They have an ability for you to bet. Uh, and if you are if you can bet on the money line, no matter if your team wins or loses, if they go up by seven points or more during the game, you win as if they won the game. They could go ahead and lose by a million after that. Uh, but you get that action over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. So get down on that. Bet on some baseball. We don't have a lot of time left. 28 games, I think, left on the Arizona Diamondbacks schedule for you to bet on. Um, and, you know, that's plenty of time to bet on Corbin Carroll home runs. So far, it's dicey. But we're st- over at PHNX. We are firm believers in betting uh, on Corbin Carroll home runs and uh, especially Shane Diefenbach. But, of course, not just that. Not just the NFL week. One we got going on, which is right around the corner. But we have our new friends uh, to speak about over at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, it's the easiest and most fun way to spice up your football season. Uh, it's underdog fantasy in their pick'em game. Uh, just look for your favorite player's stats. Pick whether you think they'll end with a higher or lower total that that number in this week's game, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players for your pick'em entry. Get all your picks right, and you can take home some cold, hard cash with an opportunity to win up to 20 times of your money, Jesse, in a single game. Uh, you can search in the app store click the or click the link in the show notes below. Sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use our promo code of PHNX and get in on the action today. We have you covered for the fun for the NFL season. And again, Jesse, that's why, that's why the football season is so much fun. We have so many of these... Uh, uh, of the of this game like the it's hard to get in on fantasy baseball let's be honest i love baseball the fantasy baseball season is a marathon right it's not for the faint of heart it I is not for that. the faint of heart but <laughs> if you are a dedicated baseball lover uh you'll get down you can get down with fantasy for baseball too over there uh more importantly jesse not only do we have the the now of this pitching staff ready to go but it seems like the future of this pitching staff uh, might have just packed his bag and jumped on a bus from Reno to Phoenix because Ryan Nelson will be called up and will start Monday in San Diego against the Padres. Um, and Ryan Nelson has been a guy that has been in Arizona's, you know, one of Arizona's top pitching prospects pretty much his entire time he's been in this organization. Uh, he's not on a bus, Derek. The man's a big leaguer now. He's flying uh, first he's on class. A plane? You know, he he's, he's I'm class. sure he's on a plane. He better be he's on, on a plane. Flight at best, Jesse. He's on a Southwest he, he flight. got him the want to get away rate. You know what I mean? They didn't get him. The, yeah, but they, they yeah. did pay for the early bird boarding. So you that's know, he's like, awful, he's one of the, so he got an A boarding. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> you know, it's. That's a that's that's a whole other level of chaos when you have to try to log into your Southwest account and get that boarding pass that is, right at the 24 is. hour mark before your flight. 
you better be on it because everybody else is. Let me just tell you that, right? Yes, so, it is I true. I can confirm that. that. Early bird. Early bird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, conspiracies here. If he says flying in this economy, uh, Michael says, wouldn't it be a bus from Reno to San Diego? Shut up, Michael. Just shut up. Okay. I'm sorry. I said Phoenix. You got what I was saying, but uh, Nelson's <laughs> on his way. And Nelson uh, again, is on his I way. mean, this is one of those things where the Arizona Diamondbacks do have uh, some ability to move around. Tommy Henry's in the rotation, uh, did not have a good start his last uh, his last outing. So no. it, it's, it's just great for the Diamondbacks to continue this youth movement that they've we've seen in the outfield and everywhere else. Now with the pitching staff, we didn't know when we would see some of these pitchers. I mean, things looked kind of bleak for their numbers and, and such in Reno. So the fact that we're starting to see these guys come up is is you know, pretty welcome sign for this team. That's been a little bit desperate for, for pitching help. Yeah. So Ryan Nelson, if you look at the numbers, you might be a little bit puzzled by the move. And I've heard from a number of people who feel that way already. Uh, if you look at his numbers, they don't jump off the page, right? He's 10 and five with a 5.43 ERA, but you got to remember in this is that the, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but the league average ERA in the Pacific Coast League is pretty close to where Ryan Nelson's ERA is. It's right around the five is probably closer to five and a half. So Ryan Nelson having a 5.43 ERA, it's actually a pretty league average. It's it's not like he's been horrible down there and the Diamondbacks are suddenly bringing him up. Um, he's also looked a little bit better over the last few starts. Uh, one uh, uh, Somewhat of an odd uh, observation that I've made recently is that his walk numbers are down, but his strikeout numbers are also down a little bit. It seems like the Diamondbacks might be uh, trying to push Ryan Nelson of late to, to pitch to contact a little bit more, try to get a little bit deeper into games, um, cut, cut down on the pitch count a little bit. I think that might be part of, of some of the numbers that we're seeing. Um, but on the whole, I mean, this guy, this guy's a chance to be a good major league starter. Um, he was the minor league uh, organization player for the Diamondbacks last year. Uh, I think I was on the pitching side in particular, um, but he's he has been very good on the whole in his minor league pitching career. And even though the numbers don't jump off the page this season, he's been a lot better than those numbers probably indicate. Um, it's a 93 to 94 mile an hour fastball. Uh, he's got some good breaking stuff to go with it. The walk numbers, like I said, have, have kind of taken a step back lately. Um, so, yeah, it should be a lot of fun, Derek. I mean, the, the youth movement in Arizona continues uh, with Ryan Nelson getting uh, getting the call up for, for Monday's game. Emma, can you put that comment back up from Conspiracy Hippie? Because I actually had a similar question for you, and that would be, where do we see Ryan in the starting five? Do we see him as just a spot start? I know they've discussed that they kind of want to rest some guys in preparation for the series with the Dodgers. So do we ultimately see him end up in the bullpen? Uh, do you think that, I mean, right now there, there is an opportunity for him to win kind of win a spot in the rotation, right? Yeah, it's a little bit hard to say um, with what Tori Lovello said yesterday. It does not sound like at least as of right now that he's replacing anyone in the rotation. Um, he's basically just an additional starter that's going to give everyone an extra day of rest. And the Diamondbacks are preparing uh, for that doubleheader that they have um, in Los Angeles, which is a really unfortunate part of the schedule for the Diamondbacks. They 
play a stretch of a whole bunch of games in a row and right in the middle of it, there's a there's a double header. And so you kind of need to bring in an additional. Yeah, with the Dodgers. I think it's September 19th to 22nd. It's in that series later this month. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you need an additional starter. There's no way to get through that stretch without one. Um, And I think especially as the Diamondbacks, you know, maybe they're going to be a little bit more careful with Tommy Henry's innings uh, through the rest of the way this season. Um, Maybe Zach Gallen, maybe they're going to tap the brakes a little bit on his innings as the end of the year gets closer as well. Um, So I think it's just a good all around move for them to have some extra starting pitching depth for the moment. Um, I won't say it's impossible that one of these six guys could um, be moved out of the rotation at some point. Uh, Maybe it is Ryan Nelson just uh, moving out to the bullpen. Um, But in the long term, I think what Conspiracy Hippie was talking about uh, sort of in the big picture is like, is Ryan Nelson a long term starter or does he move to the bullpen at some point down the road? And I do think there's a decent chance that that happens. Uh, We have to see what he's like in the big leagues. I think he's going to get a shot. Um, But there are I think there's a growing population of of scouts and analysts uh, who believe that Ryan Nelson's ultimate destination will be the bullpen. Um, Just based on seeing him in AAA this year, it just seems like things haven't been quite as smooth for him, especially compared to last year when he was one of the best pitchers in all of minor league baseball. So we'll have to see. I I think it's totally possible a a move to the bullpen is in order, but it seems like the Diamondbacks are willing to give him a shot here on the front end and see what he can do. Do you think he stays around, though? Do you think like they send him back down after this one start or do you think he's, I don't think they're going to send him down. I don't think they're going to send him down. I think it's just a matter of, is he a starter on the big league roster through the end of the season? Or does he make, you know, a couple of starts and then move to the bullpen? Those are, those are things that are possible, but I'd be very surprised if the Diamondbacks sent him back down. Another factor in this that I should mention is that Ryan Nelson is rule five eligible this winter. Uh, We've talked a lot about this recently, and that means that he needs a 40-man roster spot um, before the Rule 5 draft this winter. And that sort of gives him an inside track to getting on the big league roster. The Diamondbacks needed to get him on the 40-man roster anyway, so you might as well you know, give him a shot in the big leagues here toward the end of the year. And then maybe next season he can hit the ground running with the big league roster and uh, try to contribute for the Diamondbacks in 2023. These the Diamondbacks have a lot of tough roster decisions to make, Jesse. They sent Jordan yeah. Luplo down, and he had yeah. three home runs in yesterday's game. Three in the home first runs. four innings, actually. In first it literally innings. literally took him four innings. He had a three homer game. He has five <laughs> hits with the aces, four are home runs. So <laughs> and this is a guy that I know has frustrated a lot of Arizona Diamondbacks fans. I know there's a lot of people that wanted to see him get sent down, but Let's be honest, he's still a member of this team and he's not going anywhere for the time being. So his success only makes it that much more difficult to, you know, to have some of these guys up and and keep him in Reno if he continues to hit like this because it's incredible. Yeah. Um it's it's again it's it's frustrating because the young guys are playing so well. Uh some of the older guys are the ones that are really kind of causing him problems, you know, and it's nothing personal but it it does seem to be the guys that not only make the most money but also are you know are the guys that are veterans that you would think honestly would have more to offer you know than than they currently do mark melanson continues to be maddening gives up a home run in today's game even though he had the five run lead uh ian kennedy i mean you'd rather him give up a home run with a five run lead than with a one run lead right 
That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, don't do that. Don't. don't It's good timing, is what it is. You're letting him off the hook when you do that, and I don't want (laughs) to let him off the hook. Uh, I do. I want to. I want to address. I am the Larry's comment real quick. He said, "I can't find the source right now, but I think I read Nelson uses fastball like seventy percent of the time. That's super high. Probably I put out a tweet like that. That might be what you're uh, what you're thinking of. Um, And it is. It is another thing we should mention. Make sure everyone um, everyone gets in on is yeah. Ryan Nelson has been using his fastball. Um, a lot recently in some of his minor league starts. Uh, I think I've seen it creeping up towards 70% in some starts. It depends on which start you look at. Um, but yeah, in the 65 to 70% range, he's been using his four-seamer quite a bit. Um, and it has historically gotten very high grades from scouts. It's It sits around 93 to 94. That's around the average for the Ryan Nelson fastball. Um, but it, it tends to play up somehow. Um, and that's sort of what scouts have always said. I'm not sure it's quite played up to that degree uh, in Reno so far this season. Hence, we're, uh, you know, the numbers being where they are right now. But something to keep in mind as we watch Ryan Nelson tomorrow will be how much is he relying on that fastball? Is he able to, to work in the breaking stuff enough in order to keep hitters off balance? Just want to give a shout out to our friends. I've been sitting here enjoying the victory with a jo- uh, joy bus wow wheat from our friends at Four Peaks. Got to go check out Four Peaks wherever you get your beers. Go check out their locations. The 8th Street Pub is our favorite place. It's where we're at every Wednesday, the last Wednesday, not every Wednesday, every last Wednesday of the month. You can find us all broadcasting from there. So come down, join us, join the wonderful food, enjoy the wonderful beers. Uh, and more importantly, get down on our website on gophnx.com where you can enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes. One lucky winner will win a $50 gift card to Four Peaks. You'll also win yourself a PHNX uh, membership as well, annual membership, and a free T-shirt from the PHNX locker uh, as well. And we not the only ones giving away stuff. We also have our friends from OGs, who you guys know I enjoy very much and that Jesse knows very little about. So uh, check out our friends at OGs. Uh, <laughs> You've been talking about them for months, Derek, and I still yeah. just haven't still, figured out what is it, what is it that it's they fine. do. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. I've told people, let me be your weed Sherpa. If you have questions, get at me on Twitter. I will answer what exactly edibles, what doses you need, what game you're watching, how you need to pair them with sports. I can be like, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, like the sommelier with the wine. I'll tell you which wines to pair with uh, foods and whatnot. But uh, check out our friends at OG's Gummies. They have a wonderful variety of gummies, uh, edibles, different. They're the best-selling edible in, in the Valley. And they have a variety of flavors that are just absolutely delicious. They're all about flavoring life. And you can also, while you're on our website, entering the Toast of the Month sweepstakes, you can also enter the Flavoring Life sweepstakes from our friends at OG's which will get you a uh, three bags of the OG's gummies, including my favorite, the wonderful Orange Crimson. Uh, you can also get yourself a uh, PHNX membership, an OG's hat, which is very important, uh, and a PHNX shirt of your choice. Uh, so make sure to do that over at our friends at OG's, uh, or no, on our website. Don't go to OG's. Go to go to OG's to find them near you, ogsbrands.com or OG's Brands on Instagram. But go to our website at gophnx.com in order to uh, enter both of those drawings for both uh, OGs and for Four Peaks and must be 21 years or older to enjoy both. Enjoy responsibly. Ryan H says we need a closer. Of course, everybody knows uh, our, our future closer is open shirt, Derek. And um, oh, I'm not going to criticize Emma <laughs> because I missed her, but she has been slow on the draw today. Um, where, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, bro, whoa, whoa. where's my OGs graphic with open shirt, Derek. So I could tell everybody about the flavoring live sweepstake and the open shirt, Derek. Because we, Chris won. But we, we're still doing it. 
the same. We're not stopping. <laughs> We're still doing it. We're doing it every month, apparently. That's okay. at least what I've been told. That's at least what my ad read tells me. And hey. we need to see Open Share Derek because people need to know that he's going to be the closer of the future. Okay. Really, I mean, considering that moment, the Diamondbacks are on quite the run still since that moment. I mean, when you factor in from when the Chicago White Sox called the Diamondbacks lowly, the CHGO White Sox, they're five and two since that moment. Um, mm. Open shirt Derek was what Jesse? That was in the middle of the uh, that was in the middle of the, the the blowout loss, right? That was in the middle of the blowout loss to Corbin Carroll's debut. And of course, we I've, know- I've blocked all of the open shirt Derek stuff out of my mind. Derek, so yes, I really give you your tell moment. Yet. There you go. Thank Here you, you go, buddy. Thank you, Emma. I appreciate it. There he is once again, your future closer. Um, but. Yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, but go enter mm. on all that stuff. Try that stuff. It's all delicious. It all makes your life better. Uh, and Jesse's missing out on the OGs, but I'm not going to pester him about that. Speaking, though, of our friends from the CHGO White Sox, we are hot on their tail, Jesse, when it comes to the All-City Division. We're breathing down their neck, buddy. Uh, we got them almost right where we want them. I know that our All-City Division record is better than that. I think there's three wins missing from when we swept the White Sox. I think they should be 11-7, and seven, and the White Sox should be much worse than that. But uh, I don't care. Here we are, five games below 500. We are so close, Jesse, to taking over this division, which, as I've talked about, this is the only division right now that matters for us. It's the baby steps. We want third place in the NL West, first place in the All-City Division. Two and a half games out, Derek. Two and a half games between the White Sox and the Diamondbacks right now. It is looking like something the Diamondbacks could do. And I mean, let's think about this to the end of the season in order. So right now the White Sox are 500. Maybe they stay there. The Diamondbacks want to finish 500 themselves. They have to go 17 and 12 the rest of the way, which doesn't feel. I mean, they just went eight and two in their last 10. Like it sort of feels like the Diamondbacks are winning the vast majority of their games right now. 17 and 12 seems sort of realistic. Like I could actually see the Diamondbacks doing that. And can you imagine coming around, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse is on with my 500 record that I picked. I think I picked something like two games over 500, which was you picked 82 and 80. You picked 82 and 80. But if you wind up, so, so everyone needs to know this at the beginning of the year, before the season started, we each made our final record predictions for the Diamondbacks. And maybe some of you in the comments want to share what your record predictions were. Be honest. I know some of you picked this team to win like 55 games. All right. So be honest. We we saw your tweets. Um, We saw your tweets. Yeah, we saw, we We saw the tweets. We kept the receipts. So back on that day in our uh, preseason show that we were doing Michaela picked 61 wins 61 and 101 diamondbacks are going to absolutely blow that out of the water i picked 75 wins which i thought was pretty bullish 75 and 87 that was my prediction and then derek came over here and was like guys i think they're going to go 82 and 80 and I mean, many of you pretty much laughed at him because, I mean, let's face it, predicting a team that, that lost 110 games to come back the next year and win 82, they go two games over 500, is a pretty bullish move. Uh, but when it's all said and done, it very well may happen that Derek was actually closer than any of us. And if they actually went 82 and 80, Derek, I would be floored. I mean, that would be that would be an incredible turnaround from where they were last year. Everyone's talking about the Baltimore Orioles and, and the turnaround that they've had. Diamondbacks turnaround would be like right there with them. I mean, that would be Absolutely. the Orioles might finish a little bit better than that, but the Diamondbacks would be right there with them, which would be extraordinarily impressive. 
as some people are pointing out in the comments, they do have a tough schedule ahead and that's, they have they the do. toughest schedule ahead. That's been a factor. And just going from this point on, it's like these couple of games with the Rockies really are the reprieve. It's really, it's really the one chance for them to not have, I don't even think, wait, the 15th through the 16th, they are playing the Padres again. You got me excited. And that's, there's so many games left against the Do- uh, Dodgers and the Padres that it's ridiculous. And that's something that I really can't uh, not be worried about. You know, you have to be worried about, you have to factor that in to this prediction. And that's the one thing that makes that 17 and 12 record the rest of the way look a bit daunting is the number of games, eight games left against the uh, yeah Dodgers, six games, I think left against the Padres. Um, so it's just, it's tough. You know, you do have a couple yeah. of games here against Rockies, uh, three three more against the Brewers before the end of the season, and then six more against the Giants. Um, we don't we don't blame you, Emma. Emma makes these you. graphics, and Breaking she works really hard. And everyone is asking for Emma to make graphics, and then she checks them with us, and then we say, "Yeah, that looks great." And then <laughs> looks during good. the show, we inevitably oh, realize that there right. are actually things okay. that need to be That's fixed. Wrong. So I we take responsibility. Yeah. Who do who spot checked this? Who edited this? What a what a uh, that person's at fault here, but uh, yeah, that's our fault. Uh, but of course, they have a lot of games still left, and this series against the Padres, I think, honestly, like I, I'm not going to take. We we love you, Emma. We you don't ever have to apologize. Don't <laughs> don't apologize to us. We don't deserve that. But the Padres, to be honest, are uh, probably their toughest test at this point. Uh, and this next three game series in San Diego is is going to be as interesting of a series as the diamondbacks has had all season long not only i think yeah. is it a litmus test based on where they're at right now but it's like it really is gonna be this team coming in on on, on one hell of a roll going up against the one of the two teams that has spoiled their entire season essentially you pointed out the other yeah. day now the diamondbacks are what 59 and 50 against teams 59 that aren't and 51 59, yeah, 59 and 51 against teams that aren't the Padres or the Dodgers. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of games that they've lost against the teams that are the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, but yeah. yeah, let's take a look at the probable pitchers that they have coming up. Um, because yeah, this is going to be quite a test for Ryan Nelson going up against Blake Snell, uh, a really good pitching matchup there with Merrill Kelly versus Joe Musgrove. And then uh, a, a whole a whole lot of trouble comes to uh, comes into the Diamondbacks' lives with you, Darvish, who continues to just mow down batters. And as we know, he like his favorite team to feast on is the Arizona Diamondbacks. As Conspiracy Hippie says in the comments, thankfully Clevenger pitched today, so we don't have to see that tomorrow. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we don't, you don't have, have to see Clevenger that. take forty seconds between. Uh, <laughs> between uh pitches and then have bob brindley oh, go crazy and then have mike clevenger fire back at him in the clubhouse later in, later in the on. day we don't have to deal with that this time which is not a bad thing um but yeah these are these are some tough games right i mean the d-backs are going to see a lot of the padres and the dodgers from this point forward i thought it was interesting the other day i talked with josh rojas along with some of the other reporters and rojas has basically said that the diamondbacks now that they're starting to gain some confidence and starting to win some of these games. 
like they're pretty amped for the Dodgers series. Like they're oh, they're pretty yeah. amped to play some of these better teams. They yeah. know that in the past Rojas described it as being like survival games for them when they play a team like the Los Angeles Dodgers, which is totally fair. Those are survival games for a lot of teams around baseball right now. But the Diamondbacks don't feel that way anymore. Like they feel like they can go into some of these games against really good teams with a much more confident, positive mindset, knowing the way that they've played these last couple of weeks and what they've been able to do against some pretty formidable opponents. Yeah. Um, and there's talk in the chat about extending the young guys and not going after free agents. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see this team do. I mean, don't get me wrong. The closer yeah. they get, hopefully the more money they want to spend. Right. And the more they want to supplement, not only this young team, but extend this young team, spend the money on the guys that are already here and then do things to make the team better as you see fit when the time is right. But the time is not right, right? That's the reason why Madison Bumgarner's contract doesn't jive with what they got going on right now. And it makes it even worse that Madison Bumgarner is their fourth, maybe fifth best starting pitcher at times, you know, and, and also takes up a, a huge percentage of their payroll. Uh, we got a comment that says, hello from Algeria. I love D-backs. Well, we love you. Thank you for joining wow. us from Algeria. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, might be might, might be our far furthest comment commenter. I know we've that had is... some uh, we've had some love. At one point, we were the like ninth most downloaded baseball podcast in Brazil. So shout out to the there country of Brazil. We love you, Brazil. Um, <laughs> and of course, if you're if you're here and you want to read some of Jesse's amazing writing, which he actually has an incredible piece on today's baby boy of the moment, Zach Gallen and his friendship with Merrill Kelly how these two guys feel like they have been teammates, as they said, uh, for 20 years. So make sure to check out that piece over at gophnx.com. If you haven't had a chance to sign up for a membership, sign up for an annual membership. It'll get you a free T-shirt from our phnxlocker.com. If you get a month-to-month uh, -month membership, we'll hook you up with your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of which membership you choose, you will get members-only access to our Discord, which we love to see you guys all in. I love to be a part of that, as well as our members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. We're also hooking you up with our friends from Game Time so that you can get down on the cheapest tickets. Trust me, I wish I would have done this uh, for the weekend. I've talked about this already because I paid entirely too much money at the box office, but you can save up to 60% off of whatever events you want to attend over at our friends at Game Time. They are the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Save up to 60% on tickets if you are a procrastinator like me because you could get your tickets at the last minute. If you love PHNX, you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below. Uh, and that's all we got, guys. We're gonna we're excited. We're we're gonna go rewatch that gallon pitch, probably, is what I'm gonna do. I always catch the <laughs> replay at like three o'clock in the morning because I yeah. psychopath like that, you know, but that's what I do with my time. Uh, and I'm waiting very patiently for Friday to come, Jesse, because we're going to do something special this week. We don't do this a lot, but we're going to be coming to you this Friday live September 9th from our new studio is what we got going on. Jesse Friedman, uh, the brand new PHNX studio that has been fully decked out by our friends at more furniture uh, is so close to being ready. And we can't wait to broadcast our first show from there so much so that we're not going to wait till next week. No, no, no. We're going to come to you live 
on a Friday, which we don't even we don't even do. We're not even supposed to be here today on a Friday, but we're going to be here on Friday to bring you our episode uh, from the office, from the brand new PHNX studio. We got to give it a name. It's got to be like PHNX HQ or something like that. I'm sure somebody has something already. Yeah. Saul's got something in the mix. But uh, shout out to again to our friends at More Furniture for hooking us up. Uh, they gave us a bunch of recliners that I'm going to spend all my time in. Uh, we have gigantic TVs. We have an amazing office, and it's all been fully furnished by our friends at More Furniture. Uh, make sure to check out uh, their Labor Day sale. It's going on right now through this weekend over at morefurniture.com. If you need furniture, hop on it right now. It's the best time to get your stuff. Um, you can look as nice and beautiful as our new studio. So, uh, again, we thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you guys for being here on the comments. Uh, until Friday, we are going to be still remote. Uh, but we will be here tomorrow with our Mailbag Monday episode. So make sure to drop us your Mailbag Monday questions on Twitter or in the Discord. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you again for your time. On behalf of Jesse and Zach Gallen and myself, uh, we always deliver. And we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun. But it's so much more fun when you pitch 41.1 innings consecutively without giving up a run.